day, I'm right back on they ass, yo They done made me mad, uh I been keeping calm, constantly keep making cash, yo I been getting bag after bag after bag, yo Presidential shit, I wrap my Maybach mad black, yo Call me Mr. Glock, shooters in the front and back, yeah I'm on my Memphis shit, these bitches coming in the pack, yo These niggas pussy cash, straight cow, cat and hat, yeah Baby, oh baby. Y'all know what time it is, man. Y'all know what it is. Go ahead, come on. I am who I am. My name is my name. And welcome into episode 47. I told you. Two times a week. I'm coming this week with two. Um Yeah, I may come more times than two times this week. Hey, hey! This this thing on? No. Oh, Jesus. Anybody is anybody listening? Um Sometimes you shoot, sometimes they miss. Uh, but yeah, man, welcome into episode 47 of Shooting the Shit with Sands. So it's going to be an interesting episode considering uh, the All-Star game starts in an hour. I did my All-Star recap already. I, uh, you know, told y'all what I think is going to happen, all that shit. The the teams that, that were winners, losers, all that. Go listen to the, the last episode if you did not already. Um, but yeah, so today I got some questions Obviously, Blake Griffin went to the Nets, but um, yeah, I got some questions from the group chat and shit, and then I got one from a, from a listener. So, uh, but yeah, how y'all doing, man? How are we doing today? You know, had to had to work today on this beautiful Sunday. Keep seeing um another trend that you see in grocery stores. I started to see. So what I hate is, I'm walking around. Excuse me. And I see, you know, these old men crippled as fuck, and they just keep walking. They're just walking because they're warriors. You know, they're war vets. They get over it. And then I see these fat fucks, these fat fucks in these electric carts. Like, you're not crippled. You need to take a walk, you fat slime ball, you know? Just sitting there, running around with their kids, and they wonder why they're fat. And all they have is poison in their basket. All they have is poison. Now I know to a certain extent, that's all people know in an area like Baton Rouge. But at the same time, you gotta know ho-hos and honey buns ain't getting those thighs down. Okay? Okay, motherfucker. Just saying. You got them flash thighs and thunder thighs. You're not crippled. You're fucking obese. If you walk around the grocery store, you'll break a sweat. And you'll lose probably five pounds in a week. I remember, never forget when I was working for the beer company I worked for in Denton. I would I would see these this fat woman was in there every day. Swear, same store every day had the same store every day on my route. Got to order there almost every single day at this Walmart in Denton. And her physical trainer and nutritionist was walking around with her in the store, and was making her <laughs> swear. This is a I swear it's a true story. She would make her walk around and pick, like, the salad she was going to eat, the ingredients. So she didn't come with a list. That bitch is walking for hours. I'll never forget, like, I was in there for a month or something like that, and she was in there just the first week I saw her, she was in there, like, crying. I don't want to walk. My fucking feet hurt, man. I don't want to walk. So I'm just letting you all know, if you all see somebody like that, tell them, hey, you're not crippled, you're fat. 
Like, tell them, like, yo, you're not fucking crippled. You're fat. Get up and walk, you fat sack of shit. All right. What else do I have on here? Um, you know, uh, these questions. Yeah, I really don't have much to talk about today. I will tell y'all that I was listening to my old podcast. Holy fucking shit, those are horrible. They're really bad, you know. Uh, the sound quality. La- oh, I forgot to apologize for last week, man. That sound quality. Um, so I figured it out. I have this thing. I want to show it. So this thing is like a multiple USB port thing, right? It holds four uh, USBs. If I plug the mic into that, it sounds like shit. And it has this eh, buzz instead of just the static, right? That's why it sounded so much worse in episode 45. So I apologize for that. sounded like shit. But I was listening to my old podcast, right? And they are ass, bro. The sound quality, it sounds like I'm recording in a fucking cavern. In the fucking Grand Canyon somewhere underground. Jesus. And then my transitions are just like, uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Point guards. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Get it together, son. Get it together. But it is. it has been fun on the journey. And now I can, and my podcasts were also so fucking long. I was like, I was dropping hour and 20 minute pods hour and 30 minutes nobody wants to hear me talk for that long even though the listen time was good because i had a little uh that's what my core audience i would say if that even exists with such a little platform that i have started forming and that's so cool to see you know the consistent views are so cool to see because that y'all seen the growth of this shit from episode one to almost 50 now you know and it's just been a fun time for me it's just been a fun fucking time for my ass you know do i need to lower this hold on let's see I think it's a little too dark. We'll keep it up. Uh, but yeah, and I and now I'm so cool with just recording 30 minutes of content, knowing it's good as shit, and knowing it it's like what they say in Hollywood, uh, keep them wanting more, you know? Nia in the bedroom, you gotta keep her wanting more, fellas. <laughs> you can't you can't please them all at once. You gotta you you can't make her tap out every time, you know? You gotta keep her craving it. Or it gets old, all right? And that's what I try to do with my podcast. I try to relate my podcast to sex with my girlfriend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just kidding. Just kidding. But yes, I'm so cool dropping a 30-minute pod. And then that's what I try to do now. I try to have the format of drop a 30-minute, drop an hour. Drop a 30-minute, drop an hour. Uh, But this one's probably going to be a 30-minute. It's going to be pretty short because there's not much to talk about. We're going to get the sports shit straight out the way. All right, so they're doing the skills competition right now, and I think uh, Sabonis won. Sabonis won the skills uh, competition. Uh, Let's look. Yeah. Excuse me. And Blake Griffin signed with the Brooklyn Nets today. Is that a surprise? I would say who gives a fuck. I don't know if it is. Don't care if it is. This dude's averaging, what, 13 and 7, 13 and 6. He's having the worst year of his career, and – I would just speak on Blake Griffin in the sense that more than anybody other than D Rose and D Rose is different because he had catastrophic injuries. Blake Griffin may be the most untapped potential of this generation. And you could probably, this is me coming off, off just off the top of my head. Right. 
and we're talking about a guy who averages. I'm not talking about the dude that you thought like Johnny Flynn. I'm not talking about the fucking guy you thought would be good out of college and is tanking. You know, or Ricky Rubio, who ended up playing 12 years in the league. I'm talking about a guy who was an All Star, made an all, I believe he made an All Pro team uh, with the Clippers. In his turn, he ne- he was making this jump his first round the Pistons, and it just like. Every year you saw something new. It seemed like he was developing his game after – well, I, let me explain. He had this jump when he got traded, right, where you saw a development in his game that he didn't have before. And I don't know. He went from averaging 22 to 27, shooting 35-plus from three-point range, shooting six a game. And it. I love Blake Griffin. I have been a Blake Griffin apologist forever. And that was just – that was with me loving Chris Paul, and if I love you, I love your teammates, sort of, you know. I'm Not with the Lakers, though. I love Braun. I fucking dislike most of his teammates because we played him in the finals, you know. But, uh, yeah, not much to say about Blake Griffin. I think that gives them some depth. I don't even know if that is considered depth. That gives you another guy to have six fouls on the floor. I Like, I don't know what, the, what you want me to say about this. This isn't 2012, you know what I mean? And I don't know. Once again, it shows how amazing a friend DeAndre Jordan is. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Everybody's flooding to DeAndre Jordan, the best recruit in the nation. The best recruiter in the nation. Nick Saban, step aside, sir. Step aside. DeAndre Jordan is taking over your fucking your, your crown, bro. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it for sport. There's really nothing to talk about. Arkansas is fantastic right now in college basketball. I have not talked about it all year. I'm not about to just jump in here and act like I've watched 30 games of Arkansas. I have watched 10 games maybe of Arkansas college basketball. I know everybody's name on the team. I know who's our best players. All that shit, okay? And I'd watch out for Moses Moody in the NBA. He's probably going to be a pretty good player, like a long career. Uh, So we're just going to get into these questions, man, straight up. 10 minutes in, whatever. So here we go. Landon wanted me to say, let me read the, I, I wrote it down. Shout out Lando. You know the Lando show. That guy is, uh, that dude's striving for greatness over there. I don't know. He landed into a portal of, uh, of fame that I, I will never get, okay? Shout out Landon. <laughs> I love you, man. Uh, he said, let me think for a second. I asked for questions in the group chat. I got one from somebody else, but the first one is, maybe talk about how you can induce personal growth by challenging your comfort zone and maybe a personal example of how you've done that. For instance, starting your podcast, making you a more critical thinker or starting to work out again, giving you more confidence and comfort in your skin. And then he said, if you don't want to talk about that, talk about trades. I did trades and shit. I don't, I don't even, dude, I have to learn how the NBA trade market works because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but to be honest, like I said, the, the dudes that I think are guaranteed getting traded, because, hold on, let me wipe this off. Hold on. What the, it's a little blurry, isn't it? Whoever's, whoever's watching, I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Dude, what, what is this a reflection of light? Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm over here fixing the camera and shit. Anyways, anyways, anyways. The guys that I think are guaranteed getting traded at the tread date, tread. It's a podcast, Hunter. It is a fucking podcast. You have to be able to talk clearly. You have to talk. 
You can't stumble. Trade deadline. Fuck. People that are definitely getting traded to me are, I said, Andre Drummond's getting traded. And I said, uh, MPJ, I think, is guaranteed getting traded. I know that sounds nuts. I think Michael Porter Jr. is getting traded. Um, dude, I want to turn this. Hold on, guys. I have to. This is bothering the fuck out of me. I'm so sorry. I don't know where this reflection's coming from. We're going night mode, bro. That reflection was absolutely killing me. All right. Oh, my God. The night the night pod. Jesus. Okay, so I'm all camoed out. All you can see is my fucking pasty-ass face. What's, what are you doing here? Dude, everybody's watching this like, dude, will this guy fucking record his podcast and stop fucking with his settings on his camera and shit? Okay. Yes. Oh, I out Roly. Okay. But yeah, those are the guys who I think are getting traded. Anyways, talk about getting out of your comfort zone, and I'm all over the place today. I should have edited this three minutes out, honestly. Should have adjusted the light. Um, actually, you know what? I'm about to adjust my lights. I'm about to adjust it. I have to, guys. It's going to bother me. One second. One fucking second. This is where the ad break is going to go. Fuck it. Ad break. Click. Okay. I am so sorry, guys. That light was fucking... I bet it's bothering y'all watching this video. The people listening are like, what the fuck is going on, man? What is wrong with this fucking guy? Okay. Obviously, oh, I shaved too, man. I got the baby face back. My fat ass face. So I have made the decision, by the way, and I'm actually doing... I said I was going to do it for 100 times on this pod. I'm actually going to stop drinking for a month. Because the thing was, man, I'll never forget, I lost weight, right? I I stopped drinking for two months, and the first three weeks I stopped drinking, I wasn't I was working out, but I wasn't working out like super hard, and I lost like seven pounds. It's because your my body is fucking. It's like a balloon when you drink like that. It's like a fucking balloon. So, okay. Anyways, here we go. Here we go. Talk about how you can induce personal growth by challenging your comfort zone and maybe a personal example of how you've done that yourself. Example, starting your podcast, making you a more critical thinker or starting to work out again, giving you more confidence. So I would say for me, growth and getting out of your comfort zone is a big deal because in how I did it, I'll, I'll get into that, but I think people don't like change and I think people don't take risks and I love doing both. Uh, I don't care. I really, truly, I care if people, like, I don't know how to explain this. I do care if people think about me, but at the end of the day, I don't. If I cared so much about what people think, why would I come live with my girlfriend after six months of being with her and live with her? Drive seven hours to live with my girlfriend, you know, or start a podcast and honestly not give a fuck who listens, who doesn't, and that's why it kind of... It comes off, I don't know, not. it comes off kind of like arrogant, but it's like, I know what I'm doing is good, and getting out of your comfort zone makes you just doing one thing at a time, right? I'm trying to, I didn't write my, I don't ever write my responses down, just go off the rip. How am I trying to put this? So once you take that first baby step of getting out of your comfort zone and taking risks, like, people are so scared to, like, Put their fucking, like, 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 you know what, like, they're scared to put themselves out there because of what people will judge them for. So when I post my podcast, I don't get nervous. I used, I did, I didn't get nervous day one. 
I don't get nervous. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I just put it out there, and it's it is out of my comfort zone a little bit. But I think with my confidence in that, with the podcast, it was how do I explain this? Putting myself out there as a risk and getting out of my comfort zone personally to be in my comfort zone with what I was doing. Does that make sense? Like I'm showing my ass on my podcast, talking about wild shit sometimes, and I don't care what people think, but at the same time, it's like it's it's this is like therapy for me. And what what happens when you get out of your comfort zone with something that you enjoy and uh it kind of you find passions in different ways. People want to just walk around their life live in their cookie cutter fucking okay this is how society told me how to live and I'm walking this straight path and if they don't go off that path you're never going to find passion in my in my eyes I have a friend who unnamed I don't even know if people will know who I'm talking about he was raised in a household where it was like an expectation he was always growing up talking about I want to be an orthopedic surgeon I want to be a lawyer or a lawyer. I want to be this. I want to be that. All these high paying jobs. I felt like it was, I don't feel like that's his passion. I don't feel like that's where his passion's at. And then it takes you down a dirt road of chasing a passion and you're never going to find it if you don't take a risk. You can't do it. Uh, you can't be a people pleaser your whole life and not take risk and expect something to happen. You get what I'm saying? It just, and also the, another, the thing that this podcast has brought me is, like uh, Landon said, more critical thinker in the sense that I've kind of wavered away, like got wavered, gone away from national sports media because I'm not easily influenced, but I'm very comprehensive in the way that I listen to sports radio. And some like phrases or uh, how would I say it? Like the way they explain things stick in my brain, you know, and it makes me sound like I have parallel thoughts or I'm copying them and shit like that. When I could turn their thought into my own thought easily, but I want to drift away from that. So I don't have that thing happen, you know, but overall taking risks and, uh, getting out of your comfort zone are things people hate to do. They don't want to do it because they're scared of failure. And that's the, the key in life is to never, to me, what I found was, in the, in uh, to go even deeper in this, I'm out of my comfort zone right now, right? How so? You say how, Hunter? How? Man, I've never tried in my life. The last two years, I've been out of my comfort zone per se, and it has turned into my comfort zone almost. It's almost my comfort zone, right? But giving a fuck about shit is out of my comfort zone. Wanting to be successful and having ambitions about it and visualization of it and dreams about it. Weird shit, man. Like, have dreams about meeting, like, my my quote-unquote idols, my podcast sports talk uh, comedian idols, I would say. I wouldn't call them idols. But, you know, it's like inspirations and shit. Um, and just giving a shit about things is out of my comfort zone. It actually just changed my life completely. Like, giving effort is a key to life, man. A lot of people don't give effort, and they want to blame everybody else. And here I am. I give a shit about everything I try to do. Put a lot of thought into it. 
except for putting Luca on a fucking All-NBA team. What an idiot, huh? Me and him are twins, and I fucking don't put him on. I'm a dumbass. Uh, but, yeah, it's like some people's comfort zone is being lazy, depressed, and, you know, not doing shit with their life. And I have nothing against those people, man. I was down and bad, too. But at some point, you got to fucking live with that shit. And go, you know what? I'm getting out of this. I'm fucking doing whatever I can to get out of this shit. And all it was was me taking a risk and doing things that I enjoy. And me getting out of my quote-unquote comfort zone brought me a lot of self-fulfillment, man. So, that's the answer to that question. And uh, the next one. Um, seven minutes. It's going to be a short-ass pod. i got to come up with another question. I'll stop the pod and do another one. Or I'll just go look at the ones I have on the burner. Only wrote down two. So, he said talk about uh, working out and giving you confidence and stuff. Well, guys, listen. That's also a thing for me. I don't get confidence until, well, I don't know how to explain it. Like, with weight loss, I don't get, it does not make me more confident. I feel like I have to do it. Like, I'm pretty fat right now. Pretty chunky. So, I'm going to bust my ass, lose my 10, go about my fucking, go about my life. Lose another five, maybe, if I want to, and go about my goddamn life. Uh, so I'm always pretty damn confident. I ain't gonna lie. I'm pretty confident. Now, is everybody self-conscious to an extent? Do I want to look good and all that? Absolutely. Of course I do. Uh, but that has nothing to do with my weight. Is that, I don't know how to explain that. Like with working out, working out just gets me a stress reliever. And when I get in my, uh, I like seeing results. I don't know how to explain it. That's, that's the best way I can explain it. I love seeing results. And when I see myself getting stronger or I can run longer, a longer time, that's when I really build confidence in the working out thing. But personally, I'm always comfortable with my own skin. That's why I'm so fucking goofy and shit. I, I'm i not one of those people that uses humor as like a shield for like my fucking demons. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one of those people. So that's why I make so many personal jokes. I don't give a shit. Okay. A, a listener question. Whoa there. And I'm going to stop the pod and I have a couple more I'm going to go through and then pick one. This says, where do you believe work ethic stems from, question mark? That's a good one. Okay. Kept it basic. So where do I think work ethic stems from? Uh, so people, I think it's a false, a false statement to say you're born with work ethic. It's not true. I, I think that some people are. I'm not saying it's, I'm saying it's not 100% right. Like they're like, you can't teach work, work ethic. I've taught myself work ethic. Absolutely. And I think work ethic stems from desperation, inspiration, and like just having a dream or something. You know, like, I keep saying like. When I talk, I sound like a fucking valley girl. Anyways, hold on. Let's goddamn reset here. Like, man. So, I think, once again, work ethic comes from desperation like these people that have three kids and they got to work fucking four jobs they don't have a goddamn choice they got to provide for their kids now you could say well what about the parents that don't do that well they're fucking shitty people all right they're they're one of those selfish motherfuckers and you know i can't speak to that i would speak to the people that most of the time didn't have work ethic they have kids and it changes them or somebody like, once again, Landon, that was ch- has been chasing a dream forever, got drafted, 
pros, all that shit. Like, when that comes down to that, you worked your ass off. Or guys, like we had this dude in um high school named Zeke Horton. I'll call him out, shit. That motherfucker was the hardest worker I have ever seen in my life. And it was just for the love of it. He loved the game of basketball. So that's what I really think work ethic stems from. I don't think everybody's born with work ethic. I'm not. I fucking had to... I had to slap myself in the back of the head 20 times to get good grades in school when I was in college. In high school, I just slept through it. I had no work ethic. When I started caring about school and my job and all that, you just got to convince yourself, hey, bro, we got to do this shit. Work it out. Let's go. Do, do it the best you can. If you show up, you might as well do it the best you can, right? So I, don't, I, tr- I truly don't believe in you're born with work ethic. That's fucking stupid to me. That's dumb. I'll tell you that. Because a lot of my friends quit sports and all that shit, and they're doing just fine in the workforce, working their ass off. They didn't give a fuck about it. I think it comes with maturity, and everybody, my dad always told me, everybody has a switch, but it's when you decide to turn it on. And the good thing about life is, guess what? It ain't ever too late to turn that fucking switch on. And that's why I try to tell, like, Nia and all my friends, man. Dude, you're not stuck in a fucking box. It's life, bro. It's fucking life. Live it. Have the most fun you can. You know, smoke weed, get drunk, whatever the fuck, as long as you're getting your shit done. But just know, when it comes to working and getting to something, you gotta put some of that to the side to accomplish a goal. And that's just how life fucking works. But I don't ever put a time limit on shit. I still haven't finished college. I'm about to be 26 this month. And I used to be, like they say, comparison is the thief of joy. That was me, man. I could not look at myself because all my friends were graduating. I'm like, oh my fucking God, I'm behind. I might as well not finish, bro. I'm a fucking idiot, you know, and I'm not dumb. I'm a pretty smart dude. And when I started working my ass off at college, that shit ain't hard. You dedicate one, you, dude, you dedicate 30 minutes a day and you can do good in school. At any level, you dedicate 30 minutes a day of studying on a subject. 30 minutes on your, let's say you got seven days a week. You do 30 minutes of one subject a day, whatever you do. The hardest one you do an hour a week. You're going to get a fucking 70 on that test. And if you don't, you're lacking IQ, I hate to tell you. You know, people just think you can do the homework and get on with it and you'll be cool. No, that's not how it works, man. Get 30 minutes in, study a little bit, do some practice problems, do fucking, go do vocab, whatever the fuck you need to do. All right? I know it went way off topic. But I think work ethic comes from, like, f- desperation, a love of something, I don't think it comes from your mama nutting in your or your daddy nutting in your mama. All right, I don't. I think that's the dumbest theory of all time. You can't teach work ethic. Well, what the fuck am I doing? If you could, if I, if you can't teach yourself work ethic, y'all think I am over exaggerating? I would be on the fucking street. I'd be living out of a goddamn box if you couldn't teach work ethic. All right. So I'm gonna get to one more question. I'm gonna pause the beat. I'll be right back. Last question so I can go watch this damn all-star game, cuz. 
So this person says, I already read this once that I plugged in my external hard drive and it fucked everything up. So shit on me when y'all uh, send these podcast questions and tell me I'm fat and all this shit. I don't care. You know, have some jokes, man. Give me your best joke. Knock, knock, who's there? Not allowed. Okay. But basically says, hey, great podcast. Da, 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 da. Fuck your compliments. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. How has your niece impacted your life so far? And I haven't got to meet my niece. And she has a granny name. I'm not trying to roast her. Her name is Eleanor. She is born a 70-year-old. Okay? And she's beautiful. She looks like my fucking brother. And people keep asking me how she got that dark skin. My grandpa is a Native American man. All right? And Tyler, before Tyler started playing video games and shit and not seeing the sun for a decade at a time, he was dark as fuck. Like, we used to go outside and play baseball. He's in Boy Scouts, all that. He was dark as hell. So he got that. He's got the Native American gene, no doubt. But the way she's impacted my life, it's uh, it's very odd, actually. It's not my own kid, right? But I know in my heart of hearts, when I see that girl, I'm going to bawl my eyes out. Like, honestly. Um... When my brother told me they were having a kid, I shed like a couple man tears, like the one streamers, you know, little one streamers going down, shed some tears. It's just awesome to have that. And it's not a weird thing where like some people's, like some people have a niece and their brother's like 10 years older than me. My brother, one year apart, we're really close. It's just been really cool. And to see him as a dad is just so badass, man. He's a, he's a, Oh my God, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. I've always said on this podcast, my father and my brother are two of these, the two smartest people I've probably ever met, ever known. High IQs, that's why they used to kind of clang heads, you know? Because my dad is like, yo, why the fuck is this 13-year-old have a valid argument and why is he talking to me like this? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But yeah, it's just, but how she's impacted my life, I think about her a lot. It's very weird. I don't know. Maybe it's not weird, man. That's what you're supposed to do. But I think about this little baby, the one that I haven't met all the time. I text my brother, how that baby doing? Is that baby healthy? Is that baby sleeping? Is that baby eating? You know, checking in on her all the time. Haven't got the FaceTime or anything like that. Haven't got the time. Tyler's been busy, obviously, taking care of his fucking kid. So at some point, I will get on the uh, the Zoom call or whatever. Talk to that little cute little baby. and But how has she impacted me? It, it hasn't yet. I ain't gonna lie. It hasn't affected me yet. Okay? Am I, 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 I'm not some reckless motherfucker anyways. I'm not out here like drinking and driving and doing crack and shit on the side of the road. Alright? I'm not gonna have to pay for that fucking kid's college. Jesus Christ. Now, may I be named the uh, godfather or whatever in the future? Maybe. And that would be awesome. And when that comes, I got a whole different responsibility on my motherfucking plate. You know, but right now it hasn't impacted me in a huge way, but I know I can feel it in my gut of guts. It is, you know, I can tell it's going to, it's going to be insane how it's going to affect me. So, but yeah, man, so that's about it. I hope y'all have a great day. I really have nothing to talk about. I'm going to go enjoy this all-star game. Sorry for the boring podcast. I didn't even have that many jokes today. Yuck. Hunter, ugh, no jokes. You did no jokes today? No, I didn't.
No, I have nothing. I have nothing for y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. I think LeBron's team's going to win. They got fucking Steph and LeBron. Insane. So, but y'all uh, y'all be easy, man. I love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting. And like always, the pod goat is out. Goes.